What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Laurel, Gary and Mark. Laurel, we were mentioning a moment ago about your husband and uh, he travels in a lot of croc areas up north. Yeah, there was, um, you know, that awful attack that's happened up there. They're still looking for the body of Cindy Waldron. And we wanted to know a little bit more. We've actually got Troy on the phone. Good morning, Troy. Hello. Darling, we've just been talking about how, uh, you know, the the tragedy of this uh, croc attack. Uh, the victim hasn't as yet been found. There's a search underway again today. But we were having a chat about it yesterday and you told me a very interesting story about uh, those areas because you've travelled a lot up through those areas and I asked you the question, why don't more people, especially the Indigenous people, get taken? Uh, we arrived in Aracoon one afternoon, the, uh, the little uh, place up there in the Cape, and um, there were kids jumping up and down off a jetty in the croc-infested waters and they had the signs up there, you know, attention, there are crocodiles in, in estuary and crocodiles in here. Um, the kids were having a great time swimming and, um, and I thought, wow, mustn't be any crocodiles here at all. So I came over there the next day and just started to talk about the old kids and there were no one swimming there at all. I said, why aren't the kids jumping off the jetty? here in Aracoon today, and they went, oh, there's a croc here today. I said, how can you tell? And they said, we can smell him. They must have some sort of a, a scent or something like that that they have, and they can sense that he's around. But obviously, you know, it's a big tragedy for people to get um, attacked and, and lose their lives with crocodiles, but it's so well signed up there, Laurel. I mean, mm. you, you can't go near any water without there being some sort of warning sign, you know, and to take a swim at night in uh, in Cape York or anywhere like that would be just crazy. One of the locals uh, saying exactly that, that um, not even the local people who understand the, the crocs and their habits and their environment would ever go into the water or walk along the beach at night? No, they've been known to, to come and snatch dogs and things from, from beaches when people have been walking you know, early in the evening and stuff like that. So they're, they're really, they really are an opportunistic animal. You know? They know how to survive. That's why they've been around for millions of years. But even when we were up there uh, on tour, we would sleep in, in the roof racks of the old troopies and things like that up there because anywhere near water, you know, it's just really, really fraught with danger if you're going to be camping on the ground. So you just got to use your common sense and, and respect the fact that they're there and that's the only way you'll be able to get up there and enjoy your North Queensland holiday. Do people get into kind of like a, a false sense of uh, security? They go to a waterhole, it's all fine one day, they go there the next day, it's all fine. Oh, this is fine, there are no crocs in here. Yeah, well, they don't realise that if you have a really big wet the year before, um, it, the, the big crocs actually, you know, kick the smaller ones out. So you'll find a lot of the waterholes when the dry happens again will be full of the young male crocodiles that were booted out by the big big male. And they're actually, you know, taking over new residents in a waterhole that once upon a time would have been just a freshwater billabong and didn't have any crocodiles. But they, they breed very, very well now that they're not hunted. And, mate, they're all over the place. So you've got to watch yourself. You can't get complacent, that's for sure. Oh, you mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, the kids can smell a croc. Have you ever smelt one? I, I've, I've smelt what I thought was the breath of one underneath our boat once. Oh. <laughs> and I have to say, it didn't smell flat. No. <laughs> Apparently it was a, a, what they call a crocodile burp. Oh, <laughs> no. Well, you hope. And, um, yeah, well, I hope it was. It was either one end or the other. But, um, but I know that I was sitting in the boat and, and my mate goes, yep, I think we're right on top of a croc at the moment. I can smell him. Oh, <laughs> Wow. I went, okay, we might want to move and fish somewhere else, I think. Yeah, <laughs> hence the reason why you're never allowed to go back to those areas ever again. 
No, I've been banned, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it, look, it is a tragedy, but uh, as you say, there are signs everywhere, and really swimming at night is an absolute no-no in those, uh, in those croc-infested areas. All right, Dallin, I'll let you go back and organise Jemmy for school. <laughs> yes, we have lunches to make. See ya. Good morning, everyone. Laurel, Gary and Mark.